This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. I don't like Brett to always uh, to Ethan just to um, back up some tunes, but um, <laughs> oh, this is where you and I do a line. And Oof. That makes me I've smile. I've seen that Pearl Jam three times. I saw them as an 18-year-old mid-late 90s, early 2000s, 2008 after that probably. Um, golly, absolutely and utterly incredible tune from Edward Vedder. Speaking of good Northwest Coasters... Um, oh, Eddie Vedder's a good no, Northwest Coaster? No, he no. hasn't, but the no, well, Flash right. from the Trobe certainly is. <laughs> right. um, that was 11 minutes ago. And this bloke used to play up as a 14-year-old, but finally matured to be a fine young man, one of the best commentators in the country. The good, best. Good morning, Alistair Nicholson. How are you going, pal? G'day, mate. G'day, Jeevesy. How are you going? Good to hear from you, Al. It's, it was interesting we were talking about great Northwest Coasters and, and Flash was talking about you, you know, being a great, great Penguin product. Of course, that Porsche you're driving uh, around Melbourne City now is a long, makes you a long way from Penguin. Jeezy, I've still got the old uh, Datsun Sunny that I was driving oh, around at the age of about <laughs> 16. I think the P-plate is still sort of the stickers from the P-plate is still semi-sunburnt onto there. So. I can Haven't actually see that. Porsche just yet. Yeah, I, I, I can see it, and, and I would believe it. Come on, mate. I saw you lounging on the on the um, beautiful um, coast of what, Costa Brava or something. No, you went the other way of, of Spain recently, Al. Uh, <laughs> did you get a tan, mate? It might be a, a little bit difficult for you. It's never been good. Hard to do, yeah. I mean, growing up in northwest Tassie, Flash, and we didn't, uh, back in those days, I think the slip-slop, slap ads were on but our parents probably hadn't totally cottoned onto the idea of <laughs> sunscreen and you might yes. have had a bit of 10 plus rather than 50 plus so I'm more of a burner than a than a tanner unfortunately and <laughs> tend to all I've done is added a few more freckles I reckon good how you been mate you've had it we didn't mention you had a bit of a break with your family but back in to the to the full swing of things cricket season's upon us isn't it yeah, it's been been really good, hasn't it? Changes very quickly from it's almost like the AFL season finishes and cricket's already started or is literally starting the day after. So, yeah, it's a good time to a bit of sun in the air and um, a bit of warmth as well. Junior cricket's on this morning, doing some AFLW still at the moment as well. I'm doing North and Melbourne tonight, which will be a good game at Prince's Park. So you've got that crossover still between a bit of footy and, and cricket going on and, and the World Cup's on as well. So, it's, yeah, it's a great time, isn't it? Well, listen, I want to play a little snippet, and this is one of the reasons I've got you on. You've uh, doing all your little bits and pieces for AFL Taz, but I'm not sure if you've heard this, Brett. This might be fresh to your ears, but this is just a little snippet uh, of Alistair talking to a man that you, myself, and our love dearly, Andy Bennett. This is a great story. I've done pretty much all the pre-season at, at Hawthorne and then the ABC News and Centre. Uh, you do that, he said, uh, you, you might be around the mark, but you won't be there very often. He says, but uh, St Kilda have been ringing me, and they're looking to build a bit of a list. And, uh, uh, and he knew Ian Stewart, because he coached Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart sure was their chief executive at that stage. So he, he quite literally, Yabby drove me to a meeting on the P&I way, where I parked. I pulled over and jumped out of Yabby's car. Ian Stewart pulled in behind me, and we sat down the front and said, in the front seat and he talked and talked and a little bit and he said, uh, this is where we think you'll play and this is what we'll pay you and 
signed the contract there. I signed, sort of signed the contract <laughs> there, and then, there and there I was. Yeah. And then I went down to training, and I was late to training, and they were playing a practice game. And so I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get a fresh air. And I hadn't done a warm-up, but I went out, and they sent me to full-back. So I came, I'll you know, play wherever I like. So I was playing on a young Tony Lockett. Balls kicked in, and I ran upfield and gathered the ball and took a bounce and kicked it and ran back and touch and feel again with Plugger, and Plugger's gone, poof, put me in a headlock. And I'm thinking, oh, this is no good, what I do here, got a building or whatever. And, he'd say, and he, as I said, he's the strongest bloke I've ever, I've ever met. And he started to squeeze and squeeze, and I'm starting to lock out. I'm losing blood to the neck. And Jimmy O'Day you know, was the assistant coach at the stage, and he came over and said, Plugger, let him go. Plugger, let him go. Plugger! You know, and, and then he's kicking him. Kicking him eventually, his hand to kick him. Plugger's let me go. <laughs> so that was my introduction to a secure. Ah, oh, that's so good. I do know the story, but um, and I love Al when he and you've heard it before. He loves doing a fake yabby voice, doesn't he? It's magnificent oh, he from Andy Bennett. <laughs> that must have been a joy, no, he's mate. A weapon. And it was um, that tied him nicely with trade week. So I've been doing a, a bit of work for the um, the people pulling together the, the Tassie team and a bit of media content so part of what they asked me to do is to go around and just chat to great Tasmanian footy people so going a few weeks back I had the great pleasure of driving all over the state and chatting to people like Andy Bennett and Bobby Withers in Launceston had a nice chat to him he's actually turning 90 this week wow. and he has got an amazing story to tell about his arrival in Tasmania uh, to play in that 1960 team that beat Victoria at York Park. He'd only been in the state for a few months. Um, he got called up because there were a few injuries. Uh, he was a Port Melbourne champion team of the century member. The selectors asked him if he'd ever played Rover before. He said yes. He'd never played <laughs> Rover in his life. Um, and he got to the gate at York Park to go into the ground. And the bloke, and I think this is a bit like Phil on the gate at Bell Reeve back in the day, Jeevesy, when he wouldn't let oh, you into the ground. Zero entry. No, no, that's right. This is what happened to Bob Withers. So the guy <laughs> on the gate would not let Bob Withers into York Park unless he paid. So he paid to go in and <laughs> play Tasmania's most famous victory over Victoria in 1960. So a bit of that content will be out on the Believe Tasmanian website next week, which is housing a lot of this content. We're going to get the podcast series going again soon as well. Um, with lots of great chats with Peter Hudson and um, Dougie Barwick and Darren Pritchard. Oh. There's just so many fantastic Tasmanian footballers that have a really good story to tell. And I've tried to focus these chats more on their Tasmanian experience. We know what Royce Hart did in league football, and the conversations are a little bit about that. But it's where did he come from? What was it like growing up? He talks about hitchhiking to and from training when he was in grade five, that kind of thing. So <laughs> there are some great sort of uh, Tassie stories there that um, I hope people enjoy in the, the next sort of few months. What do you think about the uh, last week, Al? We've had some movement. We've seen stadium. We've seen alternative stadiums. We've seen the Labor Party uh, now seemingly um, flipping the switch in terms of where, where they want to be and where they want to sit with his stadium conversation, maybe councillors are turning. Gosh, it seems like we've uh, had some positivity. Is that fair to say? Yeah, what, are you, what are you I'm thinking? I'm watching it from afar, but I read the Mercury every morning and keep a close eye on it. Been listening to your station as well, listening to, to Brent and Payne yesterday, and, and enjoy listening to you boys as well. And it does feel like like that. Um, Anna Reynolds, I also saw her comments in relation to the the proposed stadium that Dean Coleman and his team 
put together and that was very positive and I know she'd been a bit lukewarm on the, the Macquarie Point site previously uh, and then Labor, it looks like Labor has now decided that this is something that they are prepared to be more positive towards which I think is an outstanding outcome and, and if those behind it and, and there are many behind it can show that not only this, this stadium but, but the broader impacts of everything that accompanies it will have huge positive benefits for, for the entire of Tasmania then it, it's a very hard thing to to stand in the road of, I think. So that, to me, that is so positive that, that Labor might be just changing its tune a little bit. And I think that's fantastic as well if they're prepared to consider the options thoroughly rather than just having a position on something that, as they said themselves, there wasn't a lot of detail on initially. What did you make of the commercial proposal, Al? That, to, to me, came from uh, very much left field. But I mean, they, they, they put forward a heck of a stadium, private hospital, 400 apartments, which from a rates perspective helps the, you know, gets, gets council smiling. Um, what, what, was, what was your take on all that? Yeah, I, I looked at it in the Mercury and I thought, hey, gee, that looks One, it looked great. I mm. love the seat coordination, the colours of the seats in the stadium and, and just the way that it was positioned on the side of the hill there with... I mean, I'm, I'm for the stadium. I'm happy to put that on the record and say that I, I think mm. anywhere they build it will be fantastic, but I understand that not everyone's like that. And if it can have less of an impact on the, the skyline and it sort of nestles into the, the bank down near the regatta grounds, then, I mean, it looked fantastic, didn't it? And the, I've always thought that the stadium needed to have those other things around it because there's, there's just so much potential, isn't there? You look at the Adelaide Oval, the hotel attached to it, mm. and people talk about concerts and things. Who would want to live in an apartment next to a stadium? But the soundproofing in these places is unbelievable. And those waterfront properties would be wow. some of the most yep. sought-after properties going around. It's a pretty rare piece of land. So I think commercially the state could do extremely well out of it in the build phase and then post the build with the level of investment, the purchasing of those properties, the hotel, the retail, everything. It's, it's transformative, um, an area that has some, some nice elements to it but is, I think, grossly underutilised. Well, of course, as you will know, we're brought to you by Harrison Agency, uh, Alastair. So um, <laughs> if uh, you hear anyone the down the grapevine and needs um, um, yeah, some mate. work done down there, um, <laughs> I reckon I've got another hour's worth of talking to you, young man, but I can't. We're going to have to get rolling here with ads and the news commitments. Um, just one word, uh, the trade period, mate. Who won the trade period from your perspective? Oh, great question. Just um, say it, mate. Just say it. I think the Swans did well, didn't they, they, David? Did. Yeah, that's what you call a leading <laughs> question, David. It is, it is. Gr Grundy and Adams just reforming that 16th position Collingwood finish. That'd, that'd be good for him. I'm thrilled for Sydney. Good on you, Don't even Love. humor him, Jeezy. <laughs> Thanks, Love. boys. Good to okay, chat. pal. Have good a good day, mate. Alison Nicholson joining us this morning. We are here, thanks to Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent, search Harrison Agents today. We're coming to you live from Choices Florian in Hobart. Stay with us. The second hour is close.